Nassau Connection Podcast Network. Welcome to today's edition of Cronoso Daily. I am your friend, your pal, JT, and I am filling in today for my friend and pal, Chad Campbell. Chad, you know, claims to be ill, and that's why he couldn't do this. But then I looked at the match, and I think it's just a giant rib by him to stick me with today's match of the day, which occurred as the opening match from Saturday Night's Mid Event number four, recorded on December 19th, 1985 from Tampa, Florida at the USF Sundome, airs January 4th, 86. So the first major show of 1986 and drew a really big rating the show. It's 10.4. Uh, our previous outing was a 6.3, the, the beloved Halloween edition. So this was a real big bump for them coming into 1986. And, uh, of course, as always, we have, uh, you know, Vince McMahon and, uh, you know, hosting the show. Usually he's with Jesse the Body Ventura, but as we'll see in a moment, Jesse is actually going to be competing. So Bobby Heenan is being brought in to cover for him while he's busy. But he does open the show with Vince. And this is a fun theme. You know, these early times events always had a theme. And this one is fun in the sun. We're in Florida. We're at a water park. Uh, so we get a bunch of promos to kick things off, as always. you got Hogan and Gene drinking protein shakes to set up their tag match later. We see Piper and Ventura getting massages by babes in bikinis. And we see the hillbillies floating around in a lazy river. And Jesse brags to be the first ever announcer to call a show and wrestle on that same show. And like I said, he brings in Bobby to cover for him for the first match, which is Rowdy Roddy Piper. Jesse, the body Ventura, and Cowboy Bob Orton taking on Hibbley Jim, Uncle Elmer, and (sighs) Cousin Luke in our opening match here. And uh, Mean Gene is here, of course, as always, in the Sunsman event. He chats with Piper. He chats with Jesse and Orton in the aisle. Piper does his usual, making fun of the hillbillies. And we see their showdown from previous Sunsman events, you know, including Elmer's wedding, where Jesse was making his comments about two carp going after the same piece of corn. And, uh, you know, just the build to this, which also included a Piper's pit with one of the all-time worst moments where uh, Cousin Junior stomps on Jesse's hat with that, ugh, you know, classic hillbilly stomp anger uh show of uh being pissed off which has always driven me nuts so uh gene then talks to the hillbillies hillbilly says they have to hilly jim says they have to behave like pro athletes tonight their family honors on the line and they're going to do whatever it takes to win so we get to the match <clears throat> vince says the hillbillies are here to avenge the action that went down back at the wedding uh and really great presence for the hill team i mean it's kind of a sneaky loki dream heel team piper and jesse and Orton, that's like an awesome team, and it's wasted on these scrubs. Bobby, of course, is you know getting in the one-liners right away. He says, nobody should be allowed to wrestle on dirty Levi's. They should have to wear shoes. Of course, that's a comment on Cousin Luke, who wrestles barefoot. Jesse and Elmer open things up. Jesse goes right to the eyes. He's clubbing away. Elmer fights him off and lands some right hands to a pop. Then he picks him up in a big choke and throws him to the mat. Hillbilly tags in and grabs a side headlock, but Jesse catches him with a stiff shot and tags in Piper. Hillbilly tags in Cousin Luke, who accepts Piper's handshake like an idiot, but then Piper kicks him in the gut. Uh, I'm sorry, then he actually uh, gets one over on Piper. He kicks Piper in the gut. Piper comes back with a flurry. He tags in Orton. We get a, a big double clothesline. Piper tags back in and lands some strikes as Vince notes that Orton's forearm injury is the slowest healing in wrestling history, which uh, is probably accurate uh, given the years uh, that he is in that cast. So Vince is on point on that one. The heels do a lot of quick tagging, controlling Cousin Luke. Uh, we use some nice un- underhand tactics as well. Luke escapes and tags Elmer. Him and Piper have a big slugfest. It ends with an Elmer locking in the uh, bear hug. Piper goes to the eyes. That leads to a wild brawl with all six men. The heels bail out. They regroup. And after a break, the heels all charge the ring, leading to another brawl. 
Things simmer down as Hibbley Jim works over Piper. He slaps Jim across the face. Jim gets fired up and works the arm, but he gets pulled into the wrong corner, and all the heels work over uh, Big Jimbo in the corner. Jim punches free, tags in Cousin Luke, who comes in and cleans house, but Piper eventually locks him in the sleeper. That's when everything breaks down again. We get all six guys in the ring, and that allows Orton to smack Luke with the cast. Piper hooks on the sleeper and picks up the win. Now, listen. Anyone that listens to any of my wrestling-based podcasts knows I am anti-Hillbilly. I am not a fan of these guys. I can tolerate Hillbilly Jim. Uh, I cannot tolerate Uncle Elmer. Uh, I do not care for Cousin Luke or Junior or any of these other guys. Uh, So I could go without any of them. But this was actually kind of fun. The crowd was really into it. Everyone was playing to their strengths. And it was never an extended heat segment. It wasn't a long rest hold. It was just all action. And that's what you could pull off when you have six guys. They kept Elmer on the apron except for the you know kind of big power spots. They hid him well throughout this. Uh, and it was a good payoff match to build on the past Iron Smith event. And, I mean, there's no way Orton, Piper, and, and uh, Ventura are jobbing to these guys either. So... It's not, it wasn't going to be paid off with them ever winning. Uh, and it was a smart way. Because at least the heels cheat and Luke eats the pin. So it doesn't feel like as much like they just get the pure um, dominance of the feud. But again, it's Roddy Piper. It's Jesse Ventura. It's Bob Warren. They are not losing to these guys on national television. So I, I went two stars in the match. I, again, it was it was fine. Uh, it is notable, though, because it's, it's, I believe, one of Jesse's last matches. Uh, it definitely is last, like, major um, you know, major match. And, you know, Ventura's later gone on record and said he was under instruction from uh, Vince McMahon to bury them. Um, and that was during the wedding. So he really laid into Elmer and his wife during the commentary. And then they used that to, of course, set up this match here. Um, so this is pretty much it. Like, I think he wrestles probably a little bit more, but he's really in his final days. He tried to make a comeback after the blood clots and the lungs. Um, obviously cut his career short and put him into the booth. But I, I think from here, it's maybe like a one-off thing every now and then. Uh, of course, he'll do a lot of like guest referee stuff. He did work the house shows at this time, feuding with Uncle Elmer. So if you were lucky enough to pop into a January 86 house show, you might have seen Jesse in the ring. Um, he did have one match in Oakland where he teamed with Macho Man against Tito Santana, Pedro Morales. He does around the loop with Tito as well. Tito, uh, IC champ at this point as well. So he does get some more action in. Uh, I'm trying to check real quick. It looks like he wrestles into at least February before he really hangs it up. A lot of time spent with Uncle Elmer uh, on the house show circuit. And so he goes right into March. So, uh, but I, I think, again, I think this was like his last high profile match. He does a lot of house show stuff, but uh, for all intents and purposes, he's pretty much done when it comes to high profile matches and wrestling before he went to the booth permanently. Roddy Piper, you know, was being set up for a very big, uh, you know, angle i guess later in the year right like here he's kind of ambling a bit he had had the feud with orndorff post wrestlemania one he's heading into wrestlemania two where he'll fight mr t so that's about to start firing up so we get that coming then his break and then he comes back of course as a face for his huge angle with adrian adonis so he's got a very big year ahead or in his kind of i don't want to say past you know passes prime in this company yet because he's a big part of the piper stuff with T, you know, he'll, he'll be on a featured in another side event soon where he actually boxes Mr. T. 
And then eventually becomes a big part in Piper's turn as well. So another guy has got a pretty interesting year ahead. He'll end up transitioning to a team with uh, Magnificent Morocco. And we'll be covering all of that, of course, here on Carnoso each and every day. Just like we cover tons of other pro wrestling content on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I'm so proud of all the content turned out by all of our hosts that are so dedicated uh, through, through major life events and not. Even if there's layoffs, like they're already ready to come back as soon as they can. You know, I'm very excited to have Wrestling Warzone back. And I made a joke about chat earlier. Hopefully he's feeling better by the time this airs. But there will be a brand new Wrestling Warzone coming tomorrow. So we're back at it each and every week, each and uh, every other week covering the Monday Night Wars. We're currently in uh, tail end of August 1996, getting into September now, post-SummerSlam, and heading toward Fall Brawl, which, of course, is a huge show in the world of WCW. Tons of other content to check out. A lot of it's wrestling-based, a lot of nerd, really nerd-level stuff with lists and projects and uh, numbers and uh, metrics and breakdowns. And then we just have some fun stuff, too, like Squared Circle, The Silver Screen, with the Cowboy and Logan. They break down movies that feature pro wrestlers. We have New Gen on a Mission, hopefully coming back soon as well, with my buddy JP and Tim Slonka going through the new generation era of the WWF. Um, you know, Second Print Comics hits every Sunday morning, hitting all of your comic needs. It's a potpourri show, and just tons and tons more. And you know, we're a week out now from WrestleMania. This year's WrestleMania, so we're gonna have a huge preview show that Ryan Gray is organizing. That's gonna preview the whole, you know, two nights worth of shows and match by match. And then, uh, of course, Viewers Choice will be here as always over the weekend. They are within hours of the show ending, breaking down what you missed. You know, what's worth checking out if you did miss it, and uh, what's worth uh, tossing in the the dump if you didn't check it out. So Marcus and Tim will have that for you over the weekend as well. So tons of WrestleMania coverage coming at you over the next week. And uh, again, proud of everyone that's been churning out these Cardoso dailies. They've had a ton of fun to listen to. Way more fun than watching the Hillbillies. Of course, Uncle Elmer will be around for a bit longer with us. We'll see him at WrestleMania 2, another Saturday's main event. He'll have an interesting <laughs> weigh-in and match coming up. And Hillbilly Jim's around for a long time as well. So hopefully everyone continues to enjoy Cardoso Daily. This is today's installment. We'll be back tomorrow with another match from this edition of Saturday's Mid-Event. Till then, everyone take care.